It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome into the Keepers Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Paige Demakos, here in Phoenix, Arizona at FanRec Sports Studios with my boy Chris Schubert. I had a laughing attack before yeah, we this started. We, we almost didn't do this podcast because Paige has been laughing so hard. Here's the thing. I love Zions Energy Drinks. Shout out to Zions and They're also sponsor. They are not a sponsor, not but a, they can be. Not a sponsor, but sponsor me at Zions. Um, and this stuff just gets me Fired up, yeah, you were Chris. I, you were picking chairs up. You were throwing them through the glass windows here in the studios. We're gonna have to actually get some people out here to fix this. Uh, the studios, you broke them, but uh, but other than that, everything's going well. We are here, and we're gonna start doing a daily podcast. That's right, daily fantasy podcast. A lot of, lot of pressure on us here. No, it's gonna be a lot of fun, and so we're kicking things off with Monday Night Football. Great matchup: Denver Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs. Divisional matchup. The AFC West has been a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wide open at this point. The Chiefs kind of looked like they were going to take a go just bonkers and go away with this division, and they've kind of come back to life a little bit here. And uh, especially Mr. Alex Smith. Alex yeah. Smith has come back to life after being a fantasy god the first few yeah, weeks. Yeah, he has returned back to norm uh, the uh, the first couple of weeks where he was a fantasy stud has sort of evened out and we're now seeing the true Alex Smith on a week-to-week basis doesn't mean the Chiefs can't win uh, but it's just in terms of fantasy value Alex Smith is not that top three quarterback that he was maybe for the first couple games of the season yeah and we got a stat for you the Broncos have held four of seven quarterbacks they have faced this season to less than 200 yards if you're under 200 yards, that is not a good fantasy day for you. Yeah, add to that that Alex Smith has only thrown for one touchdown per game in each of his last three games against the Broncos, and he hasn't thrown for more than 244 yards in any one of those games. So there isn't really a big game uh, feel to this one for Alex Smith in terms of fantasy value. It doesn't seem, based on the track record and everything that we're seeing here, that he's going to have the big game. No, he could. He's shown it this year that he's able to have have that big game. But I get against this Broncos defense, I just don't trust it. So which quarterback do you like better in this matchup? Well, I love Trevor like... Simeon. Okay. Absolutely so you, love Trevor Simeon. Why do you like him in this matchup? Uh, because the Chiefs, I, I know we like to make them this big, bad defense and try to talk them up like we do the Seattle Seahawks defense. I'm here to stop this. I'm here to put an end to this. This is not a thing. The Chiefs are not the big, bad defense that we thought they were. They allowed just two touchdowns over the first three weeks of the season to quarterbacks, passing touchdowns. And you thought, man, that's this is an elite defense secondary that can that can shut teams down. And as we know, I love a good elite defense. I wasn't buying it with this Kansas City Chiefs team. Since that first three-week stretch, they've been good for 11 TDs over the last four games. So they have given up 11 touchdowns over their last four games, and they only have one interception during that time frame. Now look, Trevor Simeon and company, they need to figure out what they're doing. They need to figure out what their offense is. They've completely forgotten about C.J. Anderson. Do they know he's on their team? Because he is. He's out there. He can play. So I I think if they can figure this out and they can get into a rhythm early, I I talk about this a lot, but I think this is a really interesting case of if Denver wins the coin toss, they should take the ball. 
Oh, I'm a hundred percent in agreement. That's the that's straight out of the Bruce Arians yeah, handbook. I, I I have an offense that's that's not really doing that great right now. I want to toss. Give me the ball. I'm going to score. I'm going to I'm going to go up seven nothing. I'm going to put all the pressure on the opposing team with my good defense. Get Trevor Simeon feeling good. Get the entire offense feeling good. Put the pressure on them. Allow a rookie coach in Vance Joseph to be playing with the lead. So if I'm winning the coin toss tonight, I'm absolutely taking the ball. And if I lose it, I hope the Chiefs defer because I want the ball. Yeah. I want the ball to start the game. Play to play to win, not play to lose, as uh, Bill O'Brien did up in Seattle played not to lose the game and figured out very quickly when you're playing a good football team you got to play to win mm-hmm. and I know sometimes that it, it's uh it's one of the most cliched things in sports but it's true and, and I think that mentality of what you just said is playing to win you play to win the game and you put yourself in a position if you take the ball and you march all the way down the field and you milk that drive you you ball out with oh, CJ Anderson. Seven minute, eight minute drive. Yeah, you just you just that defeats that that will bring that Arrowhead crowd down about seven decibel levels. They mm-hmm. will be they will be down. They will not be nearly as involved in the offense, and that's what you want to do because going into Arrowhead, I can tell you, I've attended games at Arrowhead Stadium. It is an unbelievable atmosphere, and tonight Monday Night Football, it's going to be rocking there. Yeah, Chris. so if you're able to go out there and score first and put yourself in the position in the situation where you're ahead, I think that's just going to do wonders for your entire team. Everybody is going to feel good about the spot that you're in, and that's why I like Trevor Simeon. I think he's going to be able to thrive under the pressure of tonight's game. I think, look, the Kansas City Chiefs—they've given up the third, fourth most points in terms of fantasy on a given week on average. Nineteen point six points per game they average given up fantasy-wise to quarterbacks. Well, that's in the same boat as the the Bucks, the the 49ers, and the Patriots, who we've described as bad defenses where fantasy quarterbacks can thrive. Yeah, you like those matchups, and I can't believe we're talking about both Kansas City and New England in those categories, but they're there, and it's not this isn't week two or week three. We're talking about week eight. Yeah, and and the loss of Eric Berry, I think, is huge here for this, this Chiefs defense, and I think they're now just they're starting to feel it now. Um, and I think uh, the major reason for that is because they were able to get away with some things early on in the season, and now teams have enough film on them to be able to exploit the missing Eric Berry, and I think they're starting to do that, and I think the Broncos continue that tonight. All right, C.J. Anderson, let's talk about the running backs in this matchup. I have Kareem Hunt. I'm starting him. He has scored double-digit points in every single matchup thus far in fantasy. Mm -hmm. Do I feel good about it tonight? Absolutely not. But I'm up about 40 points, and I feel pretty comfortable with the matchup. On the flip side, the guy going against me has C.J. Anderson. So I don't feel here, – here's the stat here. Kansas City has not allowed a running back not named Le'Veon Bell. Okay, so you, throw, you take Le'Veon and you put him in another category. Take him out. To rush for more than 79 yards in a game this season. Okay, so yep. no nobody other than Le'Veon Bell has gone off on this Kansas City defense. And there's a big difference between Le'Veon Bell and C.J. Anderson. Oh, 100%. And C.J. Anderson over the last few weeks has already been disappointing. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at another matchup where it doesn't favor the run. It doesn't favor him. They're going on the road. So it, this is another matchup that I – that's why I feel – Although Denver's defense against the run is elite this season, I Mm -hmm. still feel better about starting Kareem Hunt in this matchup against this guy. Maybe it's because I had that huge cushion, yeah. but I don't feel good I don't, I don't feel good about either running back in this matchup, no, to be honest. No, and C.J. Anderson, look, the, the Chiefs gave up the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, the most fantasy points to wide receivers. We'll get to them in a second. But 19th most points to running backs. So that's the area of their defense that has been okay this season in their run defense. And the stat that you just mentioned, you know, really points that out. 
I think C.J. Anderson can have an okay game. I don't think he can have that breakout game that's good for 25, 30 points that we've seen some guys have this year. I don't I don't think he has it. I think if you need to – if you ask me to pick a running back in tonight's game that goes off for that big game, I'm taking Kareem Hunt over C.J. Anderson. I like neither of them in that question, but I think Kareem Hunt has a better chance of having that big game. You know who I hate in terms of this matchup? Who? Shikandrick West. Oh, yeah. Sit him down. Hate, hate, hate. Because – Look, he's the backup against going up against a defense that's really good against the run this season in Denver. Yeah, it ain't happening tonight. Uh, they just mm-hmm. they allow three yards a carry. They only allow seventy one eight yard point eight yards per game. A lot of that's going to go to to Kareem Hunt. There's not going to be a whole lot of room for Jarkandrick West to really get anywhere. Over the last three games, the Chiefs have netted just three point four yards per carry. It's going to be the Kareem Hunt show tonight. So if you have him, you're you're going to play him no matter what. Don't expect a massive game out of him. But if you have Jarkandrick West, this is not that time for that sneaky flex play. I would have played somebody else. Juju Smith-Schuster would have been a very Juju. good substitute. He played pretty well yesterday. A lot of substitutes that you could have put in there for Jarkandrick West uh, in the flex spot because I think that's where West kind of fits right now in that flex spot. He's not a running back, too, no. because of how much Cream Hunt mm-hmm. gets used. So he's probably a flex play, and I didn't like him this week going in, so there were much better options. So I, I hate him tonight. In this I got a question for you. Okay. Over, under, total combined points, 25 for running backs in this matchup. So I get to add C.J. Anderson and Kareem Hunt together. Yeah, yeah. I will take the over. Okay, yeah, I'm going to take, take the. the I'm going to take the under. 25 total for Anderson and Hunt. If if one of them gets into the end zone, I probably get to the over. So I will take the over. I don't think either one of them gets okay. in the end zone. Okay. I, 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 I'm not sure, but I just think yeah, that I, I, I'm just I think doing it to be like the contrary. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going fine. opposite of you. I probably would have taken the over because you took the over. And I'm taking the under. Okay, that's fine. Um, uh, can we talk about Demarius Thomas? Because sure I think can. I think he's having a huge game tonight. You do. Because this Kansas City Chiefs team is giving up the most. They're ranked number one. They are the easiest matchup for wide receivers to go up against in fantasy. 30.4 points. And that has a lot to do with what we talked about in Eric Berry. I, I think Demarius Thomas has a huge game tonight. I think Trevor Simeon leans on him a lot. Uh, and I we're think, starting him in our uh, keepers Yeah, we're league. up by like 1,000 in that league. So it doesn't Crush really, it. It doesn't really matter. Uh, we're up 120 to 64. Is that good? It's not bad, Paige. <laughs> and we have Demarius Thomas going tonight. And our opponent has Travis Kelsey. So unless Travis Kelsey outscores Demarius Thomas by like seventy points, I think I think we're going to move to five and three in that league. Yeah, I saw, although I do think Kelsey has a good game because he pretty much always has a not, good game. Not seventy point difference, good. Yeah, I, I don't I think, think that's, that's going to be a little unlikely. If he does that, good God, I I will be I, impressed. I, no, honestly, if, if I will he be outscores so Demarius Thomas by seventy points, I'm going to retire from fantasy. <laughs> How about that? I'll go on record with that. I will retire from fantasy if he does that. Uh, the Chiefs are allowing 22.2 yards per game to number two wide receivers. That falls right in line with uh, Emmanuel Sanders' production yeah, do against we, Kansas City. Do we know if Sanders is playing in this uh, game? Let me check on I, that. I'm looking at it, too. And, and the, big, the big thing with me is this is as of two days ago that he is listed. He was listed as they're hopeful, they're questionable uh, for this game. I don't see anything from as early as today. I'm 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 intrigued because if Sanders plays, he's gonna be he's gonna be a good target, and I think he's gonna have a really good game. As we're doing this podcast, I don't think anything has been officially released about Emmanuel Sanders. I'm not sure that I coming off an injury. I never really liked that, you know. Right, exactly. If he's coming off of an injury and we don't know if he's gonna play, how great of a game can he have? Now he could have a very good game. I just think. And there's points to go around against Kansas City in terms of wide receivers, but I think Demarius Thomas is more of a short thing tonight. How about Tyreek Hill? What do you think about him tonight? <sighs> I like Tyreek Hill a lot. I do. And and the, the thing about guys like that are they're going to get theirs. Right? Yeah. Denver's really good against the wide receiver. Yeah, third but, overall. But Tyreek Hill is going to get his. He's going to get 60, 70 yards. He's going to catch three or four passes. 
where this matchup sways. Or you hope so. Well, or you, you hope, hope so, so, but that's probably his floor on any given night. Where where Tyreek Hill goes from being a just an, a meh wide receiver two to that wide receiver one is that fifty yard play, yeah. that fifty yard touchdown pass. See, and he, I don't and, think and, that play is tonight. I don't think that's in this game. No. So I think you're going to get to probably anywhere from ten to fifteen points from Tyreek Hill tonight, but it's going to take all four quarters to get there. Yeah, it's going to take a, a weird eight catch fifty five yard gain from Tyreek Hill, and the Chiefs may win the game on the backs of that. I don't think you're going to see Tyreek Hill have two touchdowns, one of them being a 75-yard touchdown, which he's known to do. I don't think that exists in tonight's game. Okay. But the 10- to 15-point range, I think, is a, a reasonable place to look for Tyreek Hill. Yeah, right? especially in a PPR league, which yeah. Tyreek Hill, obviously, any, any wide receiver, more valuable for you. But they are all, they're ranked third. I mean, Denver is ranked third against number one wide receivers. The Chiefs' offense in totality has not looked like they did the first couple of weeks, and I think that's come, they're coming back to reality. Mm-hmm. I think what we saw the first couple of weeks was a little bit of that I do kind of buy into that Patrick Mahomes is here and Alex Smith kind of lit a fire under his ass a little bit and mm-hmm. he's figuring he's trying to figure stuff out and try and make a few more plays and now listen Alex Smith is a good quarterback I know we get into this topic of discussion here at FanRag Sports quite often because our our big boss man is a Kansas City Chiefs fan I try to tell him on a weekly basis that Alex be Smith thankful is, for Alex yeah, be Smith. thankful that you have Alex Smith and he's just not buying it yeah trust me uh since we're doing this podcast in Phoenix Arizona there are a lot of people here that would love to have Alex Smith as their run as yeah, their I'm, quarterback I'm a Jets fan I'll take I'll take Alex Smith please yeah I'm a Bears fan so between combined between the two of us I think we've had uh, a good quarterback in our entire history yeah, what actually I don't know what a good quarterback is yeah Jim McMahon's the best Bears yeah. quarterback we ever had Vinny Testaverde Really? I mean, that's all Yikes. I got. Yeah, that's all Spikes. I got. All right, uh, let's talk about Travis Kelsey here. Uh, probably, a, probably a good performance from him tonight, right? I mean, the Broncos are relying the fifth most fantasy points per game to tight ends, and they rank 29th in DVOA against the position. Love the DVOA. It's a great statistic. It really helps you in, in situations like this. Look, the, we, we talk so much on our live show, The Keepers, which we do two, two times a week, and then Pigskin with Pancakes on Sunday, uh, about the – Interesting position that is tight end. That when you have a name like Travis Kelsey, you're playing him no matter what. Absolutely. This is a week where you expect him to put up top two, top three tight end numbers. This is the expectation tonight, that he has a big game. Right? Uh, I I mean... If he doesn't have a big game, I'll be surprised. Yeah, I, I think this, that's the one weak spot He's, on this Denver defense. It's the one weak spot, and you know that Travis Kelsey is basically a wide receiver one for the Chiefs. Okay, mm-hmm. he is he is not a traditional tight end. He's much like Rob Gronkowski. He's used in the offense way more. He is not a Bruce Arians tight end that's you that is used to just block. He's involved in the offense, and they don't have a lot of wide receivers. No, they don't and to go to. So he's their number one. I mean, he is their most talented offensive player. Yes, and I think the other thing that – and look, he just needs to – sometimes he needs to calm down because sometimes he gets himself penalties. Very and that emotional. Imp- and that impacts his ability guy. to have a good game. And, and those are things that you worry about. But this is a Gronk-level talent when oh, he is 100%. healthy. Right? Him, Jordan Reed, these are difference makers. These yeah. are players that it's very difficult to defend. And really, no matter who you put on Travis Kelsey – you're not going to stop him. The same thing I said Tyreek Hill's going to get his. If Travis Kelsey's healthy and he's out there, he's getting his. It's going to happen. I agree. So I think tonight he's out there, he's healthy, he's getting his. And the big thing is, does it does it turn into a touchdown? Because if it does, then you're going to get all the points you need from your tight end position tonight. Uh, we start neither of these defenses tonight? Um, Alex Smith. I like the Broncos' defense. Yeah, I just – are you going to get enough turnovers from Alex Smith? Because you're going to get, not. you're probably going to get what two or three sacks from this defense. Yes. If you get two or three sacks and you can get like an interception, I love that's this. a lot of points. Yeah, these corners are nasty, man. They are, and I there's, mean, that's and there's the a no chance. Fly zone. There's a chance. Now I'm not playing the Chiefs' defense no. again. One interception 
over their last four games, and they've allowed 11 touchdowns. And, and you can't give up points if you want your defense to, to, no, to Chiefs, play well. The Chiefs' defense is not the Chiefs' defense of old. No. They're and, just not. And an Eric Berry-less defense, they're just not the same team. It's just they a different not. look. It's a, it's a, they have to do just a different look, and, and, it, and it just it doesn't work as well. So I, I like the Broncos' defense tonight. I do not like the Chiefs' defense tonight because I think they're going to give up. I, but it's so weird to me because I think I'm picking the, the Chiefs to win the game tonight. I agree. I'm picking but, the Chiefs to win the game. But I just don't like – I do not like the Chiefs' defense uh, from a fantasy perspective. Love the Broncos' defense tonight. 2017 though. Chiefs. Sure. That sounds about right. This this is one of those games that just is like down to a field goal late. It's kind of low scoring for the first three quarters, and they'll probably have like a track meet in the fourth or something like that. That sounds about right. Any yeah. par- Any parting thoughts? I think uh, what I want to do here at the end, let's pick – Position player-wise, who's scoring the most points tonight? Okay, I, I believe it is going to be Travis Kelsey that yep, scores the I'm most points in fantasy tonight for yep. both sides. And um, I will be I will be shocked if it's not the last parting thought here I want is go pick up Demarcus Robinson. Ooh, I, you, yeah, you've been high on this guy. Uh, 107 of 112 possible offensive plays in the last two games. That's We like to follow the snap count on this trends. fantasy podcast, that trend. He's out there a lot. That's almost 100% of the offensive snaps. You got to pay attention to those. This is a guy that can help you down the road in a fantasy playoff scenario. We we know in the NFL, lots of injuries, mm-hmm. bye weeks, things happen. This is a guy. Go pick him up, stash him on your bench. Yep, absolutely. Any parting thoughts? Uh, no. Travis Kelsey scores the most points tonight in fantasy. I think the Chiefs win the football game, and I think tomorrow, Paige, we're gonna have to do our performances of the week. How about that? Yep. All right. That's my parting thought. I'm, I'm telling you what we're gonna do on the show tomorrow. Yeah. That's my parting thought. Performances of the week and a recap of uh, a recap of what happened in Monday Night Football, since it's sure to be a good time. We want you to know that you can follow this podcast on Twitter at the Keepers FF. Obviously, for fantasy football, you can follow Chris. Oh, it doesn't mean fast food. Does not mean fast Darn. food. Although we could probably talk about fast food well, well, yeah, here, raising canes over everything. Yes. Uh, you can follow Chris at Chris R Schubert on Twitter. You can follow me at the underscore sports page, and you should. You should subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Find us on iTunes, The Keepers Fantasy Football Podcast, obviously a part of Fan Rag Sports. Check us out on fanragsports.com. But enough promotion for Chris Schubert, Paige Demakos. Thanks for listening and enjoy Monday Night Football. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.